Yeah. Hi. Just another message to the mass murderers. Wait, I'm sorry. Oh, I meant the unvaccinated. Ugh. I am sick and tired of hearing about your stupid antibodies. Oh, look at me. I got the antibodies. I don't need the shot. I'm a racist. Shut up. No one cares. Because <sighs> guess what? Oh, guess what? A massive study just came out of Israel that disproves your stupid flat earther butt. Let's take a look, shall we? So it turns out if you had the antibodies, you have 7 to 13 times the immunity than someone who has had both of the Pfizer shots. So you're safer than... Sorry. So if you had COVID, then you're safer than me. So if you're near me, then you shouldn't be near me. So you're... But I don't like... You don't think the trans lives matter, is what I'm, is what I'm saying. Abs in a six pack. Abs in a six pack. <laughs> Hello, abs in a six pack. It's episode 120 of Abs in a Six Pack, and this is a new live son of a bitch. This is a new live son of a bitch. And lining up for my eighth booster shot, I'm Sir Sir Seat Sitter. Call me Chris. And I'm here today with the man of international mystery, Jamie Deluxe. Yes. Am I supposed to say something? Yeah, I mean, you could, yeah, you don't have to. I can just Hi. talk the whole time. <laughs> no, <you laughs> oh, dude, I gotta, I, uh, I have to say, you are like kind of a legend in the, in the, um, Circles I was rolling in, or have been rolling in for a while at conspiracy culture. Yeah, the drug circles, drug <laughs> circles. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, the. Uh, I mean, I was watching. I think I was watching videos of you. In a, like, how long have you been doing it? Because I, re- I think I remember watching um, videos in high school of you. No, it, it, it feels like forever. It really does, but it's it's only really been five years. Okay, so I, I, I guess feel, that, I feel like I've been doing it. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I've been doing it forever though. Okay, yeah, my timeline's off then because yeah, it's uh. That would have been, that would have been like nine years ago when I was in high school. So yeah, yeah, I, and everyone says I have like a familiar face. I don't, I don't know. Well, but, I know uh, for a fact because <laughs> I, I've uh, I, early on in this show, it's all, we've only been around like uh, I don't know two years or something. I don't even know, but uh, like I, our first few episodes, we were playing clips of you, so it's kind of surreal to actually talk to you, quote unquote, face to face, voice to voice. Yeah, but yeah, big fan. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And I'm also extremely jealous that during your live streams you have a setup where you can smoke cigarettes, because I would love to do that. Well, that's why when I first started live, because you know I started making videos and it took I don't know like nine months before I got the itch to start like trying to live stream because it's kind of weird at first, you know. But at, being a recovering addict, I kind of got addicted to it, just like I get, just like I'm addicted to making videos, you know. Yeah. So, um, but I would always sit on my back porch smoking, and then uh, then I built. <laughs> My kids had this little playhouse, and uh, my girlfriend got them a new swing set for Christmas that year, like a big old swing set that I had to fucking build. It was a pain in the ass. So, and outside of it, it was getting cold and shit. It was winter time, you know. So I didn't want to sit out there like freezing my ass off, and I wanted to like make videos and shit. And I had nowhere else to do it except the back porch. <laughs> so I kind of just took took some wood and like uh, built it up about two, three feet. And threw the playhouse on top of it, like one of those little plastic playhouses. Wrapped it up with some fucking cellophane and shit. Put put a tarp in front of it so I could just walk in. It was like a it was like an outhouse kind of. 
I love it. Yeah, it's kind of like a, yeah. So that's what I did for a while. But yeah, I, I wish I would almost stuff. do something like that in my garage because I already have like a projector set up, so I could do that instead of a green screen because there's like a projector sheet. Yeah, and like a, a mount for the projector in my garage. But the problem is. The garage is like way in the backyard, like way far away from the house, so the uh, Wi-Fi yeah, would be like not good. Uh, uh, I could like. Do, do you have elect- Do you have electricity out there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Does it run from the house? Like, do you got a? Do, do you have a? You have like the router in the house, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I guess you're right. I could. Yeah, I mean, it, oh, I'm sorry. The electricity. What, what I did because I don't have I don't have internet in my garage. Is you can get an adapter for like forty bucks. And as long as the electricity line is running from inside the house to the garage, you can you you can just plug the Ethernet cable on there and just be like, that's what I do. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, or yeah, that's that's actually a good idea. Or I could get. I think they have those. There's, bouncers. Other, there's other ways. They have yeah, there's bouncers, other ways, right? Too. You get like you could plug up one of those uh, like Wi-Fi signal boosters in the garage. Um, yeah, something like you could do that. Yeah, because the Wi-Fi is decent that. in the garage. But I, I anyway, yeah. I guess okay. Yeah, You're yeah, giving well, me new hope. I can still do it. Well, uh, I'll, I'll I'll try to look for what I got because uh, what it, it runs the Ethernet through the electricity actually. So it's like it's just like it's pretty. It works great. Forty bucks. No yeah. shit. Okay, yeah, yeah I have to look that's into what, that. That's how I do it. I'll, I'll look I'll, for I'll what I got. Like I have to build like a secondary studio in the garage. Yeah, I'm just in a corner, but we just moved into this house a few months ago, so that's pretty cool. I oh, yeah, smoke that. I'm smoking, but I'm lighting a joint right now. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> All right. How do we want to start the show? How do I want to start the show today? It's, uh, I, I don't. I have. Uh, I don't have really much prepared. I'm kind of winging it, but I did. I, I'm. I, well, that's how I roll. I never. I never prepare. Prepare for anything. Yeah, that's because. I, uh, yeah, it just. Yeah, it, I just. You know. I don't even know. <laughs> well, you, do, I, you, you know what I can you tell pull you. Pull it off. I'm. I'm I. Uh, you do. I mean, you. That's not. I mean, some of your old videos I remember being like really well put together and like. Uh, like you know who Mouthy Buddha is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool. like some yeah. of your old videos. You had all kinds of clips and everything like put in, and mm-hmm. just and it was uh well, pro- professional. Is, I still to this day, from the very beginning to this day, I still edit everything on an old, on an old iPhone five because I can do it anywhere. Wow! And um, I used to record everything on it too, you know, because fuck it. And what I would do a lot in cars because I'm at my day job. I'm a car photographer. So I'm in, I'm in like used or new cars all day taking pictures yeah. of them. So, you know, I can take a break and record something or whatever. Like a Richie from Boston kind of vibe. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Sitting in your car. I mean, well, I liked it because these, like, I, I didn't have a microphone or anything and it would kind of, kind of like reverb my voice kind of in a way, you know? So I would read in the cars or just wherever. And then I would just edit it all that way. But then I invested, you know, after like a year or two years, I invested in a microphone and everything, but I still. I record in my garage, but I'll upload it to Dropbox so I can edit on the go from my phone. That's the only way I can do it. Yeah, I haven't had the last Apple product I had was a uh, iPod Nano. If you remember those, the little tiny one. I see. Here's what happened. I never had an Apple product my whole life until about right after I started a channel. My girlfriend's like, "What's going to get a new phone?" She's like, "Do you want a you want an iPhone?" What am I gonna say? No. Of course I do. Yeah. You gonna buy me something? Yeah, I'll take it. You know, fuck. And then, you know, just for being a creative type, I was like, iMovie is really like a dumbed down, easy version of Premiere Pro, which I do know how to use. I'm not a pro, even though that's the name of the play, the program, but I know how to, I know the basics. So there you go. That's all you need. iMovie is fine. Yeah. I started off doing like 
I could do pretty complex video editing for a while just for like stupid sketch comedy stuff we were doing on YouTube. And I was using yeah, Magic's, Magic's movie editor 17 or something. But like, yeah. They're all pretty much, they're all similar. All, yeah, the, yeah. all the editing. Yeah, they're all pretty similar. So, um, I mean, because there's another one called Photo Leap I use sometimes when I want to get really fancy and make like the title have fire or some shit like that. I don't know. I, I don't, I really don't know. I just kind of go with my gut on everything. So it just, and then I'm, when I'm yeah. done with it, I'm like, yeah, that, that's good. You know, that'll work. So. Yeah. Self taught. That's, uh, everything. It's, yeah. It's all- pretty same here. So, uh, yep. I think the last thing <clears throat> I haven't really took classes on anything since, uh, college, which I dropped out of anyway. So I dropped out of high school in 1996. <laughs> it's a long yeah. fucking time ago. I never got a GD either. I didn't want I was one. two years old. Then. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> it makes me feel old. <laughs> I was uh, fifteen, sixteen, but yeah. Well, my birthday is nine eleven, nineteen eighty. So that means I turned twenty one on the nine eleven. That's my twenty first birthday. Yeah. So no, I work. I, I work at a liquor store, and I'm getting pissed off just thinking like, okay, so in like, it's we're getting close to the point. Wait, are we already there? What, what point is this? No, we're a year away. We're a little less than a year away from where people that born after 9-11 are going to be allowed to buy alcohol. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dude, I worked at Circle K when I was 18. And you had to, like, you know, back then it said to buy cigarettes. Now, keep in mind, I know they just changed recently, like a year or two ago to 21. Yeah. To 18, Thanks, so. Trump. <laughs> it's, I know. It's, it's weird, huh? Yeah. So, like, uh. So I, like, you had to be born before, like, you know, around my birthday or whatever, or 1981, 1982. And now it's going to be after, God damn, 2001. It's flying by. I know, man. It's, yeah, you're right, because yeah. it's 2022 coming up. It's wild. Crazy. I never thought I would live this long. It's crazy. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Make, what a shitty it- future they left for us. They, like, they tricked us, man. Flying cars and shit. <laughs> You know? I know, man. Back just, to the Future Two, like, mate. Like, if you can, like, that was pretty shitty future. But if you compare it to what we got, that was supposed to be in 2015, and we got like, yeah, exactly. We got the short end of the stick. Yeah, we got the like dick. all the all the all the, the rioting and protests without the flying cars and you know hoverboards and shit. Yeah, what, what the, the hell? Fuck? It's bullshit. You might as well go back to the fucking worst one, Back to the Future Three. Ride a goddamn train, something. You know, it's better <laughs> that than was this. the worst one. I always everybody uh, liked that <laughs> yeah. one. And I'm like, that was like what. The, it doesn't even belong in the goddamn series. It makes no I sense. know. It's like, it's like, there was like <laughs> two or three good scenes in that. Yeah, it was like one yeah, and I don't, two I don't, that. Exactly. I don't even count that. They should have just stopped, you know? Yeah. They should have just said Michael J. Foss got Parkinson's in or whatever the fuck he's got. It's just called quits. <laughs> oh, God. I've been rewatching uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Waiting on, like, while oh, I wait God, on, man. While I oh, wait man, on new Larry. episodes to come out. He uh, probably, like I haven't watched it in years, but Larry David's fucking crack. You know, he used to crack me the fuck up, man. Oh, dude, the, I, I, I feel like him sometimes. So good. The last season before, there's like there's new episodes coming out now. Like there's a new ep- one every Sunday right now. But uh, the last season before this current one was so fucking funny. It was it was great. But uh, no, I was the, Michael J. Fox Parkinson thing reminded me of that because like, <laughs> there's that whole episode where Michael J. Fox lives above him in that New York apartment. Uh, I don't know if I remember that one. <laughs> and like work. he's like hanging out with Michael J. Fox and is like uh there's a bunch of stuff that like Michael J. Fox's 
like inadvertently doing to Larry and and Michael J. Fox <laughs> keeps blaming it on Parkinson's. Like he hands him a Dr. Pepper <laughs> and it like just explodes all over him. He's like, you shook that up on purpose, didn't you? Michael J. Fox is like, that's Parkinson's. <laughs> Damn. Uh, that's, that's weird because I just, I think my last video, I had a Larry David clip in there because it was about, it was about, uh, human experiments or, uh, human testing for like drugs. And then like, I used a clip from Senseless where Marlon Wayne's talk, she's talking about side effects. She's like, he's like, uh, rectal itching, rectal <laughs> burning. So then I, then, then I put, I put in the clip of Larry David, uh, tickle on my anus. I don't have to go yeah. like, you know, like fucking hilarious. Oh my god! Even if I watch my video now, like I fucking crack up for like ten minutes at that point. Uh, <laughs> Shut yeah, the fuck up! He starts, yeah, fucking hilarious. And so you're, um, you're, are you? Do you have your own BitChute channel? I feel like everything on BitChute I see is re-uploads of your videos by other people. Yeah, but uh, <coughs> excuse me. When I started my channel, <coughs> like I said, it's bad. That's a bit, that's a good hit. Been about five years. So I got on BitChute in the very beginning. It's, it's, well, I'm used to doing, I'm, I'm used to live streaming, uh, with a video so you can see me like coughing on my weed, but, uh, yeah, I started in the very beginning. I've learned my lesson. Didn't. I'm never, ever, what ever going to smoke weed again. <laughs> I, I'm always choking on it, but I'm still going to smoke it, whatever. <laughs> I, I, was on, I was on methadone and opiates for 17 years of my life. I'm going to smoke some fucking weed, and I don't feel guilty about it, okay? Hell yeah. <clears throat> but uh, what would happen is it would bit shoot. When I, I signed up for it pretty close to the beginning, almost five years ago, so I didn't even have to touch it because you could sign it. You could hook it up to your channel, so all my videos backed up there. Mm-hmm. But it was pretty, you know, five years ago, I, some of my videos didn't process right. And I didn't even notice. So I, I am, because they deleted me in March off YouTube. So I am missing about probably like a fourth of my videos, mostly older ones. They just, you, you'll go to bit shoot and they won't play. But whatever. I mean, I got most of them. <laughs> yeah. You know, bit shoot, I like, there's some good stuff. There's a couple problems with bit shoot. Uh, problem well, of number course, one of is, course. the first problem is, when you're looking for most any conspiracy topic, like a third of the videos you get are going to be that topic with like the Shylock Jew on on, on is the thumbnail, <laughs> like no, the, rubbing his hands together. And you're like, okay, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, uh, yeah. that so that's a problem is the like racist yeah, rabbit no, holes on this shoot. But then yeah, because the well, you is, know like, what, the you... videos won't play. Not half. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, the biggest problem is you know because I see people like. I've seen articles where they, you know, far right racist, blah, blah, white supremacist. And it's like, man, you're just going to attack us everywhere. You know, you don't, you want to shut us up and you don't want us to have anywhere to talk, you know? Mm. So no, I get, no, I get it too. And with an open, an open format like that, uh, Mm -hmm. you could have just, you know, paid, uh, operatives just uploading racist videos with racist emails just to delegitimize bit shoot. You're absolutely right. Yeah, because like you know, I've heard that before too, and I'm like, I never see that shit. But then again, I don't, I don't go looking for it, you know. <laughs> but, I, I mean, yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know what it is. Uh, I was looking for. I mean, it's happened like three or four times, just looking for stuff on BitChute, even with like, yeah. like vaccines and pharma stuff, where it's like the yeah the freaking Jew meme on the front, and then of course like yeah. Owen Benjamin was into all that stuff for so long. So half yeah, his videos are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love Owen Benjamin though. I was hey, I, he helped me out when my channel got deleted a few years ago. He had me on and no kidding, you know, like, I missed that. I need oh, to, yeah. I need to watch that. Yeah, uh, it's I think it's somewhere you you could look for it somewhere. Of course, his channel got deleted and then mine did, 
But yeah, he even did a song for me, uh, like a tribute to Jamie Deluxe. Oh, I got it right so here. I'd be, I'd be, yeah, I was, I'll put I mean, that I was in the honored. show notes for people to watch because yeah, I love it. Yeah, I was honored. But yeah, no, like, I have. I, it's hard for me to keep up with anything because if I'm, I'm constantly look, looking into whatever I'm making at that point, you know, just like yeah. right now. I'm power listen, listening, reading, but listening to, uh, fuck with his name, Bobby Kennedy Jr.'s new book, The, the Real Anthony Fauci. And, uh, I'm almost done with it. It's like a 27 hour book. But, you know, and I'm constantly listening to the books, constantly. So, does he I, read you know, the th- book? You said it was RFK. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I said that last night. I was talking about my, my live channel. <laughs> you know, I just had my, my, like, and I was like, yeah, that's, I think it's 27 hours. I was like, but he doesn't read it. Don't worry. Cause yeah. you want to go God, I love you know, him. But, I know, I know, but it's so unfortunate. It's so unfortunate. Yeah, he thinks that might have been a vaccine injury that caused his voice affliction. <laughs> shit, man. It could be. I didn't know any of this shit a year and a half ago. Any of it. I mean, I heard stuff and whatever, but Any of I've what? learned so much. Like a well, like RFK Jr. vaccine but, stuff? Or? Well, I mean, I had heard vaccine stuff, but I'd never like looked into it or anything like that. But some of, some of that stuff, well, now where I, I kind of see, it's just listening to a lot of books leading up to this. It's weird. Like um, Population Control by Jim Mars. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what is it? Battle Him. Uh, Sinister Revelations of the New World Order. But I forget who that's by. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of books, though, but um, they just kind of like, you know, put little seeds in my head, I guess. Yeah. And then, you know, that's why I like reading books, because you can you can fact check them. You can look up stuff and like, well, damn, damn, you can find articles and, you know, all kinds of shit. So, well, yeah. And then uh, like Alex this, Jones did Endgame uh, 15 years ago. And like the the way that documentary wraps is this is all leading up to lockdowns and forced inoculations. And yeah. Like, here we are. And Bill, Coop, <laughs> Bill, Bill Cooper talked about it. Yeah. Um, also, there's another doctor, Dr. Trebing. He wrote Goodbye Germ Theory, and that was that was uh, published in 2005, four or yeah. five. Uh, what's his and he the, uh, it. Greg Carlwood Hireside Chats did a great breakdown of that whole book. I haven't read it. Oh, okay. You know, like it's weird because that that doctor actually he comes here to Myrtle Beach where I live, and I tried to go hang out with him last time. I got because I got a hard copy of his book, but. Because his daughter goes to college here, Coastal Carolina or some shit. I guess I shouldn't be down all his personal business. <laughs> my bad. But yeah, it's a big school. It's a big school. A lot of people go there. Yeah. But I guess he has, he, I guess he has like a practice down here somewhere, a little further south than me and then up north. So yeah, that'd be a cool, that'd be a cool interview in your garage. That guy. I'm yeah, sure he's no, got some I thought, wild I shit be, to talk about. <laughs> yeah, that's a good book too. It's a good book. Goodbye to Germ Theory. You know, is that what it was? It was? It's called, yeah, it's called Goodbye Germ Theory, but the best that explains like a lot of what's going on now from the point of 1995 or six is Inventing the AIDS Virus by Peter Duesberg. Mm-hmm. It, it, it pretty much explains it all. And, uh, but Bobby Kennedy's new book goes into all of it, the whole HIV thing. I actually did bring a clip of, uh, I need to read. I need to read the RFK Jr. cranks out so many books. I haven't read any of them. I need to catch up on that. I hadn't um, either. Except, you know, I tried to read one about Thymerosol, but I think Audible actually took that down. So it kind of got me. Suspicious. Yeah, he, I'm, I'm surprised he's still got a Twitter account. To be honest with you, yeah, they, I know they, they got know. Him, they got rid of him pretty much everywhere else. Um, I actually have a yeah. clip on. Uh, they did a Child's Health Defense Summit in somewhere in Europe uh, re- very recently. I think about a week ago or so. Berlin, maybe or something. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Though I did hear about it. Yeah, I got a couple clips from that RFK Jr. This I thought this was this was a really good summarize. Uh, 
he summarizes really well uh, why Instagram and Facebook and all the, you know, why they're censoring him and other people. You think yeah. about this. I got expelled from Instagram because of vaccine misinformation. But Instagram and Facebook cannot point to one single erroneous statement that I ever made. Everything we post is vetted, it is sourced and cited to government databases or peer-reviewed publications. When they use the term vaccine misinformation, they are using it as a euphemism for any statement that departs from official government policies and pharmaceutical industry profit-taking. It has nothing to do whether it's true or false. It only has to do with what the political implications are. And who is doing this censorship? It's government officials in league with Bill Gates, with Larry Ellison, with Mark Zuckerberg, with Sergey Brin from Google, and with all of these Internet titans. They're, they have engineered not only the destruction of our democracy and our civil rights, but they have engineered the biggest shift of wealth in human history. $3.8 trillion from working people to these handful of billionaires, many of them from Silicon Valley. This pandemic has impoverished the world and created 500 new billionaires. And those are the people who are strip mining our economies and making themselves rich. And is it a coincidence that these are the same people who are censoring criticism of the government policies that are bringing them trillions of dollars? People aren't stupid. We can see what's happening. We can ask the question, qui bono? And the answer is the people who are benefiting are the people who are squeezing away our constitutional rights and engineering the destruction of democracy worldwide. Open up your eyes, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I mean, he's right. And imagine listening to that for 27 hours, though. That could be yeah. really insane. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, man, feel, yeah. I feel bad for the guy. I feel bad for the guy, man, because I, I wish he did have it. But the book is amazing. Yeah. I've done a lot. I've done a lot of videos recently because just because because I want to kick Fauci in the dick. Like since day one, I can just tell you know there's something, and it just gets worse and worse the more I look into this guy. And uh, yeah, this book uh, chronicles exactly what I've found out over the last year, year and a half about the genocide of the, uh, that he pulled in the 80s and 90s, or they pulled, you know, with the with HIV. Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, uh, MoFax just did a fantastic episode detailing uh, on on like the parallels between the AIDS epidemic, the yeah. players involved in the COVID scamdemic, mm -hmm. and uh, like the lab thing. And what was crazy was they live on the show they made this connection. They realized that like the Russian supposed Russian disinformation campaign that was this theory that AIDS came from Fort Detrick in a lab. In the Fortune mm -hmm. Dietrich lab, yeah, it was I, called I um, Operation. I believe it was called Operation Infection with a K. Is mm -hmm. the supposed Russian Russian disinformation campaign? And now the like studies showing how ineffective Pfizer is. Uh, they're blaming on Russia's 
Operation Second Infection Jesus. with a K. So it's like they're just using they're recycling the same exactly. playbook. It is, it really is. It yeah. really is. But it, he's he's done it a bunch of other times too. Not just him. Not just him. But you know he is pretty high up there with the, with the uh, well. See, according to the book too, he was around when the when the seventy swine flu. But he uh, he wasn't in charge then or whatever. Uh, I forget the guy's name that was. But he, You're talking he kind of just Fauci wasn't in charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the seventies. He wasn't in charge till the eighties. Till mm. um, yeah, right, right around then. But he was still like there, wherever it was, and so he kind of got to watch that firsthand or whatever because they just pulled off that scam, you know, and fucked a bunch of stuff up. You know, those people like you know those people died. AZT, you know. Well, that was later. Yeah, yeah. He watched them do the swine flu. I mean, he was part of it, but he wasn't like the head of it or anything like that. But AZT, yeah, AZT, and it, they still are. Even all the new HIV medications give, give uh, like a lot of the liver damage and everything. And now they're pulling the shit with this, with the uh, antivirals. Yeah. And, and the uh, thing is, people are, well, like people keep comparing it to ivermectin, but no, antivirals have it. I don't know if they still do, but in 2010, Peter Duesberg said that all antivirals still have AZT in them. They're all part of the two or three um, chemicals or whatever from the cocktails. So. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty bad. I think didn't antibiotics have them too, or antibiotic? Well, that's different because like those can actually come in handy when you, like for an infection or whatever. But if you overtake them and stuff, yeah, that's not good. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty much means anti-life, doesn't it? Like biotic, yeah. antibiotic. Yeah, it's killing all the good so, bacteria, which is half half your body's yeah, yeah. bacteria. Uh, exactly. But, but going I mean, back to it, RFK Junior's point, I think it's hilarious that if you criticize. Like if if you claim that the vaccines don't really reduce spread at all, like Pfizer, Moderna don't really reduce yeah, the yeah. spread of transmission, then you'll get banned for disinformation, like we saw with uh, Alex Bernstein and other journalists. Like, but, but they can say it. Yeah, but they can like, say yeah, it. So right. Hey, I know. Right here. Well, the deaths. It's been completely horrific, and mm-hmm. I would expect that will lead the R and D budgets to be focused on things we didn't have today. You know, we didn't have vaccines that block transmission. We got vaccines that help you with your health, but they only slightly reduce the transmissions. We need a new a new way of doing the vaccines. Thank God for the internet. It's all all poop water. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking drinking poop and you disrespected science. <laughs> oh god, the poop water thing still creeps me out to this day. Oh, but yeah. Man. It's like I there's and vaccines aren't the only example where like if you say it, especially if you say it too early, like the lab leak theory, which is not really a mm-hmm. theory, it's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, you said that too early, then you got banned. But now, like, you know, the White House can tweet it out and they don't get banned. Yeah. I know. It keeps happening. Though. That's the thing. But another thing that seems to be coming out with Robert Kennedy's new book is, and I looked it up today. I covered it almost a fucking year ago. It was the uh, the guinea pig kids. The, uh, the NI. NIAID, I can't say that, it's hard to say. In New York, well, not just New York City. That was just the one that was documented the most, but all over the place, we're doing these, the experiments on these foster kids with like AZT and probably uh, Neverapine and other antiretrovirals. And, uh, you know, they killed a bunch of them and shit, but Celia Farber, who documented a lot of the shit back then in Spin, I've used a lot of our articles. She actually went, uh, BBC hired her to go investigate this before they did their guinea pig kids, uh, little documentary. And she found, she went to the mass grave 
And in the book, she talked. It's it's horrifying. She's like there was at there's like astroturf, and you could pick it up, and it was probably about a hundred little wooden coffins. And they said there was more than like each coffin had more than one kid in it too. They had that she would she sat there and wrote all their names down. It was over a thousand names, and they couldn't get any answers. So, Jesus Christ. I guess I guess they're not. I mean, I, I, I guess in the book at least it says like um at least eighty kids. From those studies, but there's like 1,200 there at the uh, cemetery, but they can't say they're all from that. I don't know if they're all from that. They all could be from all, because it's like a mass grave thing, but it's fucking sickening. Get what? those fucking babies vaccinated! I am at risk! <laughs> it's ridiculous. This is, we live in a bizarre upside down world, man. It's crazy. Dude, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't, um, well, yeah, I guess that's. I don't, never mind. I, I, I was going to ask, uh, like, how you avoid uh, inoculating kids since I got one on the way, but that's probably off the air conversation. Uh, no, no, no. I, how it is is I live in South Carolina, a redneck state. Thank God. Yeah. So <laughs> we have, like, you know, I believe me, whenever this shit first started, she went and got uh, uh, exemptions for them. So, okay. Yeah. And our governor, our, yeah, our governor is still fighting for, for us and shit. He's still fighting the shit. Like, I haven't worn a mask the whole fucking time. And I've worked. I work at a goddamn car dealership. We were open the whole time doing business. Everything's fine. You know, yeah, it's fucking we, have, ridiculous. we only had two weeks of lockdown in Tennessee, but it was pretty strict. Mm. It was like Dude, in I March went, of 2020. I, I, I went to Tennessee in uh, late September 2020. We actually stayed in a log cabin on the border, so we stayed in North Carolina. But it was literally like a mile from Tennessee. We we go get breakfast in Tennessee, and we you, went to uh, uh, kind of. Are you talking around like Gatlinburg, where that meets North Carolina? Cherokee, Gatlinburg, Cherokee, North Carolina, Gatlinburg. No, we were actually up higher west of Boone. But yeah, okay. I love that area too. I, I love Gatlinburg. I've been there before. Uh, we stayed up in, uh, we stayed in Pigeon Forge before too. Yeah, I used but, to work all this, over. I had a bunch of different jobs back when I lived there, all okay. over Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge. Yeah, yeah. I, li- I like Gatlinburg. Pigeon Forge reminds me of Myrtle Beach in the mountains, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's, stayed, it's, it's all, I mean, it's all a big fucking tourist trap, that, that whole area. But yeah, well, that's, that's where I live. I live in a tourist trap, so. Yeah, yeah uh, that's my one of my favorite bumper stickers that I saw multiple of when I lived in Gatlinburg. Like people had bumper stickers <laughs> that said, "It's called tourist season, so why can't we hunt them?" It's like, yeah, yeah, we get shit like that here, <laughs> you know. And then, uh, it, I, if you've seen Eastbound and Down, they filmed season season three here. I fucking and, uh, love like I watched, that show, dude. Uh, they they filmed season three here. I remember I was working on the Boulevard then, Ocean Boulevard. Uh, oh, they that's just awesome. there's. There's a sky wheel. It's a, a big Ferris wheel right on the beach. And they just, they just built it. And they just built a restaurant underneath it called, it's the first ever Jimmy Buffett's Land Shark Bar and Grill. And I got a job cooking there to open, like opening <laughs> the place. I had never cooked anywhere before too. What a fucking, that, that's rough, man. All day long. I ended up working there like three years, but. That was a clever way you first, just tied it back into AIDS. AIDS burger. <laughs> paradise. Yeah, exactly. Fuck you, exactly. Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> but, uh, I remember every day when I would go to work, I'd have to park down uh, by the highway and walk down a few blocks because, you know, it's crazy down. It was right downtown, so it's pretty crazy. And there's signs everywhere saying that, you know, warning if you walk through this area, you know, you, you might be, you know, being on, you might be on the show or whatever. You know, I guess it was like some kind of like you give them permission by, by being there because there's signs. Yeah. yeah. It's like clicking the iTunes terms of service. Agree yeah. 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 And you read it all and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but in the beginning of that, that whole thing. Yeah, every time I read, like I know how to read. Not that kind of shit. Boring shit. It's like reading stereo instructions or something. Stereo. <laughs> Who put together? You know, I don't put together stereos anymore. I did put together like a desk and a shelf. 
and stuff like that. And that's a pain in the ass too, but stereo. I, but I was, I, I about threw it out the window, just assembling a freaking table we bought not too long ago. So. Dude, like, you know, I work, I actually, <laughs> I hated my, I hated my life then, but I worked at Walmart for seven years. It sucks your soul out. Not, yeah, it doesn't suck you out in a good way. I can and, imagine. But, I've had know, soul sucking jobs God, before. Yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. But at three out of the seven years that I worked there, I worked out back building bicycles and furniture and shit with these two dudes. And we could smoke cigarettes. One dude was a redneck with a mustache. Lamar, he was pretty funny. And then Bicycle Bill was my boss. I didn't mind that, though. Like, we'd just hang out and build bicycles all day. That wasn't bad. I guess I lost yeah, I, it, though, because now I try to build something. I'm like, fucking A, and it kicks my ass for, like, hours, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I... My dad assembled like this whole like four four level playground with trap doors and a zip line that went off Jesus down into Christ. the backyard and like all kinds of cool little stuff like a slide and he built it all by hand and I remember like it was the coolest freaking thing ever like it was like w- way high and, and I'm just thinking like it's like man I was like I, I I was just thinking about that like yesterday I was like man I don't know if I'd ever be able to do that now that I have a son like I, hope, <laughs> I need to like. Yeah, that's because it was like I didn't appreciate it as much as I should have now that I'm looking back on it. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you believe me, just having a kid now, everything changed for me. And uh, it doesn't have like, well, it does happen overnight, but you know, like gradual things, whatever. Uh, you start looking at your own life in different ways, you know, and kind of make amends with shit. But I did that. I built a pirate ship for my son in the backyard out of old fence wood, and I just kind of scrapped it together. It was like yeah. a white trash pirate ship. I love it. It worked though. <laughs> yeah, the party palace. Awesome. That, well, that was before she bought the new the new place, the new um, swing set I had to build. But you know what? I like I grew up in Massachusetts until I was eleven. We moved here. My stepfather up there built built me us a tree fort, and to get in it, you had to. It was two cinder blocks stacked on each other underneath it. So you get up on the cinder blocks, and there's a hole in the floor of the tree fort, and you kind of just push yourself up. I was in it. My brother started pulling nails out, and I heard it, like, creaking. So I went to jump out like a dumbass underneath it. Like, what the fuck's that going to do? I was only eight, though, which is crazy because my son's eight. I couldn't imagine that. And it ripped my whole, like, it fell. Ripped my whole leg open, 36 stitches, fucking leg all mangled and shit. Damn, I got to be careful. He likes video games. He's not, he doesn't really play outside. <laughs> There's nothing much to do here. I don't know. Yeah, I don't My kid doesn't really do anything but, like... Giggle, crying, shit so far. Just wait, just wait. Oh yeah, you get puked on, shit on, fucking yeah. pissed on. You know, my, when my son was born, they went to hand her, hand him to her, his mother. Right, I was right there too. Oh, no mask, no gown, nothing. Fucking dirty jeans, right there, holding my leg back the whole time. No gloves, you know. And that was only eight years ago. But um, <laughs> so they go to hand him to her, and he fucking shits right on her chest. True story. Nice. Like it wow. was like a, it was just like a like a bird shit, but black. Yeah, like a black oh, yeah, bird yeah. shit. Yeah, the first diaper we changed was, was straight black. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, that's what it was. But right on her chest, it was fucking hilarious and nasty. Oh God, <laughs> this they uh, he was like about two weeks past due, so they had, they had to induce labor. He, I mean, yeah. he's healthy healthy as can be, but <clears throat> when they he got so traumatized when they first like got him out of there before they even cut the cord. Like, he had apparently, like, shit while he was still inside the, the womb. 
And so they oh, gross. had to make sure that he hadn't swallowed any of it. So right when he's born, this is like the most traumatizing thing I can imagine for him. And they just yeah. like shove this like suction thing down his throat and just suck out his lungs yeah. to make sure there's not shit in his lungs. And then at the yeah. same time, this other uh, nurse shoves this metal. I don't know what they were doing, why they did this, but they shoved like a long metal rod into his ass. And I'm what? like, are you sure they weren't aliens? <laughs> like, what the hell is going? I, they had a reason to do it, but he was freaking out. Like it was like, and I would too. Like, I you? asked the nurse while she was doing. I was like, this isn't going to make him gay, is it? <laughs> no, I, I know that for a fact. I have. I was traumatized at a hospital once too, just like your son. Okay, but it was a tube. I don't want to get too too detailed. It's a little personal, but yeah, I'm traumatized. They traumatized me. At least they yeah. gave me Demerol first. Oh. Uh, I think you got abducted by aliens. I, I don't think that was a real hospital. <laughs> that's what aliens do. Well, you know, he, they, uh, I mean, he was so chill, like, right after that, though. He didn't cry the whole rest of the day. But he, yeah. when he, right within seconds of him coming out of there, they really just did a number on him. God damn, man. Yeah, I, I can imagine. That was like, oh. I mean, it was so, that was like a war zone, dude, because you get the placenta shooting. And he shot out like a cannon, the placenta's everywhere. Damn. And it's just like. I don't, I don't feel. I don't feel like his birth was so dramatic. And it was like, I mean, he it was, was purple when he came out, too, which they really? said was normal, but within 30 seconds. Are you an alien? You guys skin, are aliens? His skin, he was like totally purple, but his skin went to normal color within like 30 seconds of him being out of there. Yeah. I think it's like yeah. something to do with the yeah. oxygen or something. I don't know. Probably. I think we live in a different world anyway than when I was a kid, at least. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, it was rough getting mine out, but once he got out, you know, it was all right. He shit on her chest. My daughter was born two years later. She fucking slipped right out a month early. Actually, like I, I told you, I was a musician. My, my old band was playing and she, and my girlfriend was eight months pregnant. And so we played and she was at the show. Cause you know, if you got a pregnant girlfriend and you're a musician, that's a de- designated driver all the time. You don't have to worry about that. So I was, I was getting pretty, you know, having a few drinks, having a little fun. I think somebody gave me like a Percocet or something. And, uh, <laughs> So after the show, I'm talking to all my friends, you know, after it was a good show and all that. And she's like, we gotta go. I'm like, oh, hold on. Let me go around and say goodbye to everybody. God, you know, fun, you know? Yeah. And she's like, I fucking pissed myself. Get in the car now. <laughs> so we left, we left, you know, we finished. I was already packed up. I was just having fun. And, uh, she didn't know her until the next night. She went to work the next day and everything. She thought she just pissed herself. She didn't know her water broke at my show. And yeah, my daughter slipped out like the next, like the show wasn't due for a month, you know? Yeah. And now after I have two kids, I know how to make kids now. So I know not what not to do anymore. So I learned, you know, because you just learn by experience. I mean, I've been with, yeah, I mean, I've been with my wife. I mean, we didn't get married till like six years in, but we've been together like eight years. And I know how to yeah. pull out. Like, we weren't, yeah, we, yeah, didn't yeah, pregnant. Just, <laughs> we didn't get pregnant my whole life. trying to get it's pregnant. Worked, it worked my whole life, except, you know, you know, whatever. I know what I'm doing now. I figured yeah. it out. There's a trick to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you come on the, the face or the tits, not in the puss. Anywhere but in there, pretty yeah. much. You can do it anywhere. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty. It's fairly simple. Like, I have so many friends that, like, get people pregnant, and they're like, I, I was just wasn't I expecting it. And I was like, well, where did you come? And they're like, inside. They, that's like, what I did wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did wrong. It's, it's like, did you yeah. take... Did you, I was homeschooled, and I know how that works. What are you talking about? Dude, I was... I was a traveling musician doing all kinds of drugs, not whatever, you know, just whatever. Where the fuck was I going with this? I don't even remember now. Man, I miss those days, though. Drugs I don't remember where I was going with this. There's drugs. 
Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Sex, drugs, and reggae for a while, actually, too. It's a lot of fun. I'm too high to drive. (laughs) Uh, Whoops. Somebody pinged out. I don't remember. I don't remember what I was saying. Those were fun days, though. I forget where I was going with that. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God, I'm talking to myself. That's a side effect of the marijuana poisoning. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. I don't know what else is good, man. I just, uh, I know, like, I want to say the the first, right not the first, but one of the first videos I saw of you was breaking down like, um, Bilderberg and like all the like the you had like I think your video was the first time outside of Alex Jones that I saw like an in depth and it was like there was clips I hadn't even seen in Alex Jones documentaries where there was an in-depth breakdown of all the different people saying New World Order. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, cause there's so many videos of that. So many yeah, but yours was like the... Yours, I don't know. It was like... I mean, this was this was probably... I mean, it had to have been five years ago. Yeah, could have and been. Was I, like, I mean, I, I made some back then, yeah. Yeah, there there was there was some of them where I was... Yeah, I, I don't know. You were like one of my... Uh, I mean, I've always been like conspiracy oriented, even since a kid. That's kind of how I was, I was raised. But there was some of them like that. You your videos like really put some pieces in together in my head that like you know the puzzle pieces started connecting in you ways know what? that they didn't I, before. I, I, I wish I still had it because there was a video I made a long time. It was called, I think it was called Bloodlines of Bloodlust. Because what I did was I looked into pop culture because it was like it's just patterns, right, of different things that it's just something like it. It's like a puzzle. All the bloodlines. That's probably what you're talking about. All the bloodlines and stuff too. Anyway, and just yeah, I was looking into. I think it's weird because Harry Potter. You got Slytherin. That's like it's a snake. You know. Then yeah. you got um, Draco Malfoy. Draco, like you know the Drac Draco Dracula, yes. which they're related to, and that's fucking um. That means son of son of the devil or son of the dragon. One of the two. Either or. Um, there's just so much. God damn, that, that was a long time ago. But there is a lot of things that just stood out to me. Like Basilisk is like is the snake they fight in the, in Harry Potter too. I wasn't allowed to watch Harry Potter snake. when I was a kid. Maybe that's why. I was like an old man when Harry Potter. <laughs> no, I, was old. I, I was like I don't know, nineteen or twenty. But I liked. Uh, I, I think the third one was the best. The, uh, the one with Sirius yeah, that, Black and the time travel and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was a pretty good one. I like, I mean, I liked him, but I was an old man wishing I, w- I was like 11 again. So, no, no, I was like 20, whatever. Um, oh, there, uh, there was a movie from the 80s before your time called Enemy Mine. And it was the guy's name, I think his name was like Drac or something like that. Seriously, I just kept noticing Drac. He was like, he was like a Draco. It was yeah. really weird. And then, and, and, uh, uh, they're not there's in more. The, they're not in the movies, but in, in the, uh, the video game. Battle for Middle Earth Two, and in the, in the uh, Tolkien books, there was fire drakes. Yeah, I'm wondering. Well, like, I'm wondering thing. what's the etymology of Drac? Because I know like Dracula comes from uh, Vlad the Impaler, right? But yeah, which is which, which is related to the the uh, assholes in fucking Ham Palace. And oh, Drac is also um, a Dell remote access controller. I don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, I was googling Drac. It's a hardware device that has its own processor, memory, network inter. Face and access to the system bus. Wow. Hmm. Well, that's not what I was looking for. Let's see. Dan- oh, uh, Land Before Time. Not Land Before Time. I'm sorry. Um, Land Big of the Lost. Where this- who? 
Bigfoot, Littlefoot? Wasn't Littlefoot the, the dinosaur in Land Before I don't know. Maybe. I didn't mean to say that, though. I, Dad said it, but I didn't mean to. It was. But, yep. uh, Littlefoot the, was the, the main the character. The sleeve stack. The sleeve stack, though. They're like uh, reptilians in, in uh, the Land Before Time. They go to another dimension. And there's like the reptilian flea stack things. And I just thought it was odd. Mario Brothers. They go to another dimension to rescue a princess from fucking evolved dinosaurs. You know? Do you believe in the reptilians? Like, interdimensional? No, 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 not necessarily. Not necessarily. I think I do. But. I think they're. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't really believe or disbelieve anything. I just know that what what we've been fed isn't true. And what the truth is, I'm trying to find out. But I, I, I consider everything possible because I know we don't know pretty much so i'm open to finding out but yeah i don't necessarily i don't like saying i believe in anything because i really don't know because i know when i've done that before i've been wrong there's been time you know i usually just follow my gut with what i'm doing and don't know till i do i guess yeah is it possible fuck i don't know yeah (laughs) who knows yeah Anything I mean, have you, uh, in your, back in your drug days, I'm sure you da- did some psychedelic dabbling, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you ever come across entities from uh, multidimensional beings or anything? No, I, uh, I saw the grass dancing when I was puking in it. And <laughs> it was changing colors and dancing, going like, 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 a, like a rattlesnake kind of sound. Yeah. Just like, like, like the predator sound. I went down the McKenna rabbit hole, like, you know, the way to do it is five dried grams in silent darkness. And I, I, you know, I dabbled in all that, and that's when it's the real shit, like... Really? I took acid and went and saw Steel Panther. That was a good show. I like Shreem's better, though. But I've done both. Steel Panther, they're the parody metal band, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> shit. The dude, uh, yeah, this is this, yeah, that's how long, that's like probably the last time I took acid, which it wasn't that long, probably like 10 years ago. But um, it's hilarious at the end, he's like, He's like, uh, seriously, seriously, guys, I know everyone's having a good time. We've been out drinking. So just for real, real quick, before you go back home, do a bump and wake yourself back up. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, I, I, caught, I, I caught the bass player's uh, bass pick, and I was on, I was tripping on acid. And like, I still have it. I caught the bass pick. Yeah, I have a couple picks from concerts, but it's not really, most of them aren't bands that, like, that looking back, I'm, like, excited to have. Like, I got, yeah, like, I got a pick. I got like two picks that were thrown out during a Five Finger Death Punch show. <laughs> I, got the, uh, I got the lead guitarist pick from Kill Switch Engage, which is a little cooler. Yeah. I don't cool. know. I'm trying to think what else. Yeah. It's like, uh, I don't know. I used to be into like, just like normie hard rock metal bands when I was in high school. Well, I mean, I've, I've played with a bunch of bands, like, you know, because I've been a musician since I was. Well, I started playing music when I was 11, but I've opened for Wasp, L.A. Guns a bunch of times. We've toured Ooh. with Bang Tango. These are 80s bands, mostly. Though. I know Wasp. It wasn't, yeah, yeah this, it wasn't 80s. It was like, there was like a revival of that kind of, the kind of shit, uh, in the later 2000s, not later 2000s, but like, you know, 2005, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Uh, we got in a fight with the, with the Bullet Boys. Like, for real, it was like a big the thing. It's a big, the Bullet Boys, Bullet smooth Boys. up in you. Yeah, it's a, it's a big thing. They're using our amps. Mark Torian, singer, starts talking shit about us. So my guitar player and singer went to the side of the stage because yeah, he was wrong, but whatever. He's an asshole. It's a whole big thing. I don't I don't even explain it all. But uh, he stops it. It's on video on YouTube. 
my band at the time was Shark Legs, like a shark with legs, one word, Shark yeah. Legs. Yeah. So there's a, if you look it up later, Shark Legs versus Bullet Boys, and he stops the show and calls the security to kick us out. And, uh, you know, we were friends with the bar owner, so he's like, just, you know, just go outside for now. We don't want, because they're using our ants, right? They're using, so technically, we, just, we could have been like, fuck you, and took our ants, but we're friends with the bar owner. He's always been good to us. Friends I have the, the video pulled guy. up. Should I play it? But will, will it make, it won't make sense with just audio, I guess. You can hear him yelling, uh, about halfway through. Yeah, he'll stop. Yeah. Let me let me get let's keep see going it. a little bit. Right, yeah, back up, back up, back up. Get those guys out. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, right, like right there, pretty much. Yeah. All right. So they're talking about you that they need to get out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll put this in the show notes bullshit, so people man. can watch the whole thing. Yeah. You know what? There's an article. I'll 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 send it to you on Twitter. I'll okay. find it, an article from back then. It was like two thousand and eight. <laughs> yeah, they, so like, the controversy was that they were whose amps were they? Like it was They were using our like all right, they were touring in a minivan <laughs> with yeah. just the guitars, right? So like the uh, there was a you know, we went to a booking agent at the time. Not always, just these bigger shows we did. Because they had yeah. to get the tickets and, you know, all that kind of shit. So, yeah, the guy that booked it, he booked us with some other bigger... He booked us with all the guns once and stuff. And he's like, um, he's like, is it cool? You know, because we had half stacks. We're like, yeah, that's fine. You know, we're just happy to play with, like, a semi-famous... I mean, they were. They had a hit, they had a hit in the 80s. Jack, can you let Boo Boo out? And, um, yeah, so he, he... So they used our amps. They used another band's drum set, though. And then uh, they got to the show late. Though and the show it went late. There was two opening bands. We were the he- co-headliners, so it went a little late. But that's not our fault. So they get there late and they're pissed off because we're playing like we're mind readers. And we only played like thirty-five. Minutes. We had a new guitar player. Only played like thirty-five minutes, and uh, so they started talking shit. Like they have to thank the last band for playing for two hours, two fucking hours. You know, you're not here to see them. You're here to see the Bull Boys, right? Like we didn't play two hours, motherfucker. You weren't here. And use my goddamn amp. You're playing guitar out of my amp, asshole. You know, so my guitar player and singer went to the side of the stage to like try, you know, try to like explain to him and because he's talking shit about us, but you know, we can't let that happen. But uh, yeah, and then uh, my singer tried to get an apology out of him in the backstage area after, and he went into apology. He was a dick, and he went to swing at him. My singer went to swing at him because he's like not going to look like a puss. And uh, <laughs> security got, like, did grab him, pull him out. Like he was all drunk though, but he, he wasn't going to let us go down like that. He's like, I'm fucking knock him out, fuck him. Yeah. I'm still in a band with, with him, the singer. He's my best friend since we were in high school. That's uh, Cybertooth? Yeah, Cybertooth, the new band. Yeah, same singer, same singer. Yeah, I, and you, I've, I listened to three tracks. That's the first three you have out, or is there more than that? Yeah, yeah. We have, like, this, this band started post-COVID, so we haven't even played a show yet. Not because of COVID, but because, uh, well, we, we had drummer problems. Like, one drummer had to move away. He sold yeah. his house. and I loved what I heard. Moved. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. I'll, uh, I'll I mean, play us out maybe near the end of the show with a little bit of that that's cool. uh, for people to listen to on the stream. 
Yeah, we got a new one coming out too pretty soon that we finished before our last drummer moved. We're just waiting. It's getting mastered. And I think I don't understand NFTs at all, but I think my singer is going to put one out, put it out just as that. Cause he, he, he turned one, he turned one of our songs into one. We have a friend, a local friend that's doing this NFT shit and like he's got MC Hammer following him on Twitter and shit. He's getting all big. So I'm good for him. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. No clue. <laughs> what the hell is MC Hammer up to these days? Follow my friend on Twitter that makes yeah, NFTs. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, and then like, he, he, like I see my friend like somewhere he's got pictures right, uh, and the, and Beck's playing for some NFT fest thing or something. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't get anything. I'm fucking so lost in this uh, not brave new world. I'm looking at, I'm looking at shark legs too. Yeah, that was Manchita is that, is that one of is that uh one of the hits? No. No. You know what happened? Some other band started like in Oregon or Washington after us and named themselves Shark Legs. Like what the fuck, man? We were oh Shark Legs. God. Wait, we are Yeah, so there's the fat Shark Legs and the skinny Shark Legs. We're the fat Shark Legs. Okay, yeah, this guy looks pretty skinny. <laughs> yeah, if you see a skinny guy, it's probably not us. Well, that's I mean, bullshit. I I know, man. Like, pick another name. Like, what? Well, seriously? seriously? We already had like an album out. Fucking played with Wasp. You know all the shit. If you they got, I mean, else. if they got big enough, you could get some lawsuit money out of them. Yeah, I'm gonna do it too. Maybe if they're still doing it, but because we we haven't played since 2014 in Shark Legs, at least they had a. I mean, they had a music. They had an album come out 2020. Yeah, uh, Shark Legs only did one album, and then like a couple singles. Our our, our album was uh, Ironborn. Ironborn. Cool. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna put Iron if if that's still you up for find people to listen to. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll put you, that in the show notes so people can check it out, and I'm gonna do that. You know what? Yes, uh, I think we put it on on uh, YouTube too, just as as songs, you know, with a picture. But I think it's on Reverb Nation and shit. This is back in those days, you know. Turnip Farm Records <laughs> but, is that? Yeah, Turnip Farm Records. Yep, that's us. Yeah, the whole album's here on Bandcamp, so I'll. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know I'll put that in the show own. notes. People are gonna pe- what, cool. so people can do a deep dive on all your shit. You said you've been in like a oh, million yeah. bands. I, I, I'm <laughs> I bet, assuming I that's not an exaggeration. You like at least nine hundred ninety nine thousand ninety nine. Somewhat. I, I think last my count is like thirty over over the years. You know, that's a lot. Uh, that at least that maybe not all played shows. If I had to guess, that were that played a bunch of shows and stuff, probably like fifteen that that did play a lot. Hell yeah, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, because. Uh, I could count it, but it, yeah, I'll get lost. I, I know I started playing when I was younger. My my first bigger, biggest or bigger band was a punk ska band. We toured the country, played with a lot of punk bands and shit. And uh, me, me and my little brother. And then he was in the other. Well, then I was in a rockabilly band for a while. Oh no, then I was in a hardcore band for a little bit. Then I was in a rockabilly band for a while. Played with Hank Williams the third. Then I was in. Uh, then we started Shark Legs. Yeah. You played I was with in a Hank reggae the third. Band. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was a pretty badass too. Fuck yeah, uh, dude! I love Hank the Three. Yeah, that, that that was a great live show too. Yeah, it was a great live show. So Hank Three, Shark Legs, a lot of '80s bands. So you I were first playing bass Shark for him? Ah, uh, but guitar. I played bass for uh, the reggae band Down Tribe, and then I played bass for another punk band, The Slobs. But usually I'm guitar. I don't play. I just do whatever, you know. But uh, usually I'm guitar. But I, I mean, I had played for bass for a couple bands. Shark Legs guitar. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, I, and now I play. All I Go can ahead. all I can do is drums and some keys, but like I'm better at drums. But it's nothing like I see what some of these freaking metal bands are doing with like the double kick, and I'm like, man, that just makes oh, me want to give yeah. up because I can keep like a steady beat and do, you know, like 
like some like uh, just classic rock, four four jazz stuff, like a little yeah. bit, but nothing. When it comes to like just the crazy like stuff, I'm like, yeah. I just I just have to give up because like these guys are so quick and so Dude, I don't I have know. the endurance. It's, like the amount of endurance you have to have to do that is hard. These uh, local guys, I when they first started, I kind of semi managed them just because I you know had some experience because my band was touring and I'm like three years older than, older, older than them. I drove them to a, to a show in Georgia. I booked their first tour, and they ended up getting on Ironclad Records. Which is part of like Metal Blade Records, and they got pretty big. The classic struggle, and um, that drummer was like, "It's fucking like it's crazy." And he fell out of a tree, and uh, like went went into a coma. They had to cancel their, their tour with like Exodus, this big band, uh, and all this shit. But uh, they kept going though without him for a while. He had to relearn to play drums and everything. But then he joined the band with me for a little bit. Sons of Adam. I mean, I think I only played with it six months. But this is like old like rock and roll, not old rock and roll, but popular rock and roll and it's weird if you listen to that band just like uh great drummer though great drummer what's up what's up i don't know are you talking to chat (laughs) yeah i see some of my people (laughs) uh what the fuck they talking about what are you talking about kevin (laughs) (laughs) the host can see you what are you talking about uh i am the host I am the one who knocks. At least you're not science. Yeah. I am science. We got in the chat. We got Tajunta in here. We got Care Blains. I think Blueberry. Blueberry's on his way home from work. P7. Got a Servo. What's up? Yeah. Um. Oh, shoot, man. I don't know. I got, uh. I got so many. I got so many different things. Uh, that I want to talk about, but since you were talking about getting kicked off stage, we brought this up on, t- uh, on the show yesterday with John Breaks Bad News. But did you see that video of uh, what's the name of that band? Bass something? That chick, the lead singer, pissing on that dude's face? Uh, yeah, that's fucking nasty, man. Yeah, then it but, was like, but I didn't get why she pisses on his face, and he's and I didn't get it either. And then, well, I, I mean that I get, I guess. But what I didn't get is why she immediately goes. Get him the fuck out of here, security! Get him out, because that's what the video of uh, a uh, really? was reminded me. I didn't make of. it that far. Well, she's uh, oh, really? I didn't and then she goes, so security, yeah. get him the fuck out of here, and security roughs him up and kicks what? him out. It's like, so you pissed on his face just to throw him out of the show? It's like, what the hell's going on? That, that grosses me out. Yeah, but then I think of like Gigi but Allen, you know. You, but you know, when girls <laughs> squirt on your face when you're eating them out, that's the same thing as pee. It's the I, same. I, I guess, but I don't know. I don't know. It's like a different. Uh, I don't know. In my mind, it's different. Okay. Yeah, you're in a different <laughs> mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Watch it, watching like some girl piss on some dude's face. Ain't my thing though. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. I mean, and also like I know I brought this up to the show yesterday too, but it was like it was like a shower head. It was like a sprinkler, like. Yeah, what is the it fuck? always that what it looks like, like when women stream? pee? And if so, like, how is it not always a mess everywhere when they pee? I don't know. I don't. I don't understand how it works. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how. I don't pee. watch that many women pee in general, so I was just. No. I was kind of flabbergasted to see it just spraying everywhere like that. I'm not too. Uh, too uh, like I, I'm at the point now. It's going to be a while for you. When I'm done wiping asses, so I I, I, I just stay away from them. if anybody else is in the toilet. I don't want to know or anything. You know, I've had to wipe asses for a bunch of times. Yeah. Long time. It felt like a long time I was wiping so many asses. Yeah, I've been wiping a lot of ass. The same mm-hmm. ass. Well, my ass plus yeah. the baby's ass. So I guess that's two asses I have to wipe. Yeah, I had three for a while. Think about that. That's a lot. 
It's a yeah. lot of ass. I only got two hands, three asses. What am I supposed to do with that? You know? And kids, all you do is eat, shit, and piss. Yeah. Like constantly, you know? Especially babies. Yep. A lot of shit. <laughs> he said, oh, I'm sorry. We, sh- and puke, we could and puke. investigate. Investigate what? What are we, like the, the what are we investigating? The pee? We're we investigating oh, like how women pee? He just wants to watch that. He's into that kind of stuff. Nasty ass. <laughs> Golden showers. Oh, shit, man. <laughs> Yeah, that's some that's some Trump Russia shit, man. The yeah, I know. tape, yeah. Oh, man, it's backwards land. Definitely backwards land. Well, Gigi Allen used to whack off with his own with his own feces on stage, so. Oh Jesus Christ, that's like worse than the Richard Greer dribble up the ass shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, you know, he died before. He died in like what ninety? I don't know, early nineties. My friends like played with him though. Uh, there's a there's a band from around here that's that was pretty they're, well, they're pretty big, not huge or anything, but like Joey Ramone was their manager when when he died, and um they're called the Independents. They're like horror ska. They're like the Misfits but ska. So um I just saw Evil at this wedding I went to last week too. The singer. Um, the fuck was I, I like talking some, about? I like some ska. All right, yeah. So I mean, they've been around forever too. Like that's how I got to meet like a lot of the band, like the Misfits and shit like that. And they were gonna give Joey our our um, demo, my old band Dead Center, but that was right around like because they sang back up on one of our songs. But it was right around the time Joey died. Oh, but uh, yeah. Well, all right, so yeah, one pour of my one friends was in, was in that band. If I was to see yeah, that I was friend. in the garage, I could pour one out right now, but I can't. I respect you know, but I'm in my studio, pour so I can't out. just. Oh, you know, when somebody you find out somebody died, you pour one out, like pour your beer out. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. But I'm not gonna do that here in the house on the on the hardwood yeah. floor. <laughs> Just, I guess uh, that's what I need to do next time is bring a, a bucket in the room so I can pour one out into the bucket. Or your trash can, you can use a trash can. Yeah, but I'm then you got to take the trash peg out, and it's probably gonna be leaking beer. Or you just don't put one in, just because you can just dump it into a trash. If I get the later, bucket, or just a glass. What about, is it okay? Is it bad? Is it disrespectful if you pour one out into a glass and still drink it? That's not really. You're not. It's not really pouring one out for your homies at that point. Uh, you're supposed to like dump, pour it onto the ground. But like maybe a bucket it would be middle ground, and then I can still drink it later. If you if you put a hole in the bucket and let some of it leak out to a certain maybe like halfway down, then it's like you're sharing. Yeah. There you go. You ever butt chugged alcohol? Uh, like, uh, like, like a beer, wait, shotgun a beer? No, but no, put it up my ass. No, no, I didn't put anything up my ass. I was a drug addict. I never, I never stuck cocaine up my ass, even though I heard it's really good. I've heard DMT suppositories work like crazy, but yeah, I've never took anything up my ass either. But I was thinking, I was wondering, like, I don't know, like, it seems like, but I know, but like around here, Knoxville, like, uh, Tennessee volunteers, the UT was getting in trouble because a bunch, like, People were getting a couple of people got hospitalized from butt chugging alcohol. So you like, <laughs> you stick it, you stick a pipe with a or a hose with a funnel up. You stick yeah. the hose up your ass and you put the port in the funnel. And I think it was because Jackass was like so popular yeah. at the time, and so yeah, Stevo did it. So all these people at UT were doing it. But I mean, Stevo got hammered on Jackass. At least it. Yeah. He played like he was from butt chugging. Yeah. I don't know. No, I'm not. That's not, I mean, it's not yeah, necessarily on my bucket list, but I'm curious. No, no, I mean, I feel like that. It would probably burn a lot, too, you know? Yeah. It burns my mouth, so. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I, never stuck, I never stuck anything up my ass personally. I don't plan on it either. Not even any pills or anything, so. See, I had a non-consensual, 
uh, with a girl I was with a long time ago. Like, ah. God, this is a decade now. Non-consensual pinky up the ass without me asking for it. And that was just oh, like a man. real mood killer. I didn't That's talk. shit, man. Yeah. I'd feel violated. I'd feel like she really... I did feel violated. I didn't really talk to her like for two days after that. Well, like I was saying earlier, I did have a violation at the hospital, so I get you. I never thought, and it was, it was like the fucking yak lady that did it too, right? What the hell's a yak had, lady? That's what she looked like. She had like swine hair on her chin and stuff <laughs> or whatever. But I was thinking about Say it. I'm like, boo. Oh, I was like, did I want to, I didn't want a guy sticking the tube in there because they had to, st- I didn't want to get out into details, but just a little bit, okay? I don't I mean, want you to can give me all of kind of put, 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 give, give it to me. It, <laughs> not, as Don Lemon says, give it to me. Put it in me. Oh, I I don't know. I had like some kind of like debilitating stomach aches, like somebody was stabbed me. I thought something was really wrong. And I was a, I was a drug addict, and I took a bunch of painkillers, and that, it was still fucking like killing me. So I went to the, I was like 22 or something. I went to the hospital. They had to shoot me up with all this liquid. And, uh... They had to stick me in, like, I don't know if it's a CAT scan or... It might have been a CAT scan. Whatever they stick your whole body in. Does it, like, scan you and shit? Yeah, or a... And they uh, said that was, There's a CAT scan, uh, and then there's... Oh yeah, there's a couple different kinds. Yeah, it's one of those things. May, yeah, maybe. I don't know. And uh, they said that I, that was going to take too long, so I needed to... Well, yeah, they had me drink this liquid, too. It was, like, this yellow shit. They said it was going to take too long, so they had, they had to put it up the other end. I was like, what? No. And then they're like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, and they're like, it doesn't mean you're gay. And I was like, no, I'm, not t- I'm like, I, I want to talk to my mom. <laughs> you know, my mom was out there. I was like, I want to let me, you let me smoke a cigarette first, you know? And then I was like, I was, I was like freaking up. I'm, I was like, mom, I don't want to do She's like, just do it. Cause she was sitting, sitting there too. I was, I was like, well, at least they give me Demerol first. Right. Anyway. So the yak lady handled, she's like, we can use as much KY as you want. For real, she said that. What's KY? It's like a lubricant, jelly, KY jelly. I know. I don't. Need, I don't need to. Get, I don't need any lube either. But they they needed the hospital. Ice though. cream. <laughs> and but I feel like if it was a guy, that's you know, then I would feel kind of gay. And I I don't want a hot girl sticking a tube in there either. So I guess I got the best uh, possible scenario for that. The middle ground. I don't even know what I had. I don't know what I had. I think they tricked me. <laughs> No, gastritis or some shit. I don't even know what that is. I don't think they did anything. Because poop is funny. So, violation. I feel violated, and yeah. nothing's been up there since. Well, that's good. Things only come out. They don't go in. That's right. I mean, I'll drink I, don't, to that. I don't... I'll drink to that. I don't judge. I, I think a swig of Kratom here. I, uh, I don't judge. It's no joke, do. man. I haven't had it in a while, but they got some good Kratom around here. Good yeah. Good well, like a... That's where I go as a head shop, too. But like I said, I was on uh, painkillers and then uh, methadone. I was in the methadone clinic for 12 years. And I got yeah, is really uh, good for supposedly uh, replacing that. I know. I didn't know, though. I didn't, I didn't, know, I didn't know about it then. This is like 2016, I think. Me and, yep. my, me and my mom, we were both on at the methadone clinic. We both got off. And I, I had like, uh, arthritis and just a lot of pain and shit like that. So a few years later, that's when I found it, like three years later. But yeah, it definitely does help. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to take a swig. Let me take a little swiggy. Oh, yeah. Cheers. Oh, that's fucking nasty, too. It tastes like shit. Oh, you don't put it in pill capsules? I don't feel like it works as good. I put it in orange juice and mix it up and shake it up. Yeah, and I guess then it gives right. me the ache. Yeah, well, it gives me the ickies, like when I drink it, because it's fucking so nasty. 
and it makes my hair stand up like Joe Biden's leg hairs. And then <laughs> after a few minutes though of the icky hair standing, then it kind of kicks in, and I take another swig. It's like, ooh. All right, man, I'll see you later, Kevin. We choose truth over facts. <laughs> uh, Joe well, Bidet. Man, I uh, I have uh, let me let me let me, rat- let me rattle through a couple of these, and we'll call it a night. Because I have a, I don't know what else I'm gonna do with these clips, anyways. Did you catch any of? Um, I know we are we, we got off the vaccine topic long ago, but I can only talk about anal penetration for so long. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was we did. That was a little excessive. I don't know. The, I don't know why we just talked about that. Anuses <laughs> are being violated. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we did a whole episode on eating ass, so it's not. It's not the first time this. I'm not of, into it. I'm not into that kind of stuff either. You know. Yeah, me neither. Um, but we had an ass eating expert on. Mm. Yeah, um, I guess you know they have their place. I guess they have a place in society. Yeah, it's over there, away <laughs> from me. <laughs> That's their place. Just as long as they're not, just as long as they're not uh, an anti-COVID vax uh, ass eater. Yeah, as long as you're vaccinated, uh, you, you can, can eat, eat my all ass the ass you want. Yeah. Yeah, dirty assholes and some fucking nasty motherfuckers. Yeah, I got my ass vaccine. Yeah. I'm sure you don't want to go down on someone and find a dingleberry of poop and pubes stuck in your teeth. All right, no, we got to get off this. No. Um, <laughs> uh, so there was, uh, yeah, I, I played the first, do uh, you know who Catherine Austin Fitz is? Yes, of course I do, yeah. Yeah, she had, she was at the the Children's Health Defense Summit along with Robert F. Kennedy Jr., and she laid out, she laid out the, uh, the plague laws, I thought, in a really interesting way. Plague laws, this is not the first time in history that plague laws have been used to centralize control. Control of transportation, control of labor, control of banking and bank accounts, control of all the different kinds of capital that make up human civilization. But the COVID laws are particularly draconian in the history of plague laws because not only do they control labor, transportation, banking, but now with advances in digital technology, we're looking at complete control through the banking system of 100% of all assets, ultimately. So what what happens here? For many, many years, most of us have grown up in a world in the Western democracies where we have a balance of power between the bankers and the people. The central bankers control monetary policy, and the people vote for an electorate that controls fiscal policy. Now what we're watching with COVID laws all around the world is the central bankers moving in and exercising essentially a coup d'etat where they take control of fiscal policy as well. And again, with the advances in digital technology, vaccine passports will not be about health. Vaccine passports are part of a financial transaction control grid that will absolutely end human liberty in the West. For many years, I have fought and written against central control of the financial system. We've centralized more and more capital, more and more control. And we've done it with tactics called divide and conquer. And we've all experienced many different divide and conquer tactics, men against women, black against white. But now we have a new one called the vaccinated versus the non-vaccinated, because if you're going to centralized control of every aspect of people's lives, 
and literally strip them of their assets and their property rights, you need a new, more venal divide and conquer. And we can't let that happen. I thought that was interesting, that last bit, because it's, and this is something I've been just recently considering, is it's almost like the needle in the arm isn't isn't the uh, primary goal as much as it is dividing the population to get the vaxxed and unvaxxed to hate each other and further divide people. Yeah, I mean, I think there's always multiple goals, though. Definitely. But yeah, no, definitely. And you can see it. And it's just really one-sided, honestly. It really is. And I know it's not... I don't think I really don't think it's probably not as bad as they make it out, you know, because they they push the shit. And yeah, it's bad because there are brainwashed people, you know. But yeah, I don't I don't think it's majority though. No, no. But the, and like you said, it's it is kind of one side because there's like the the vaccinated people hate the unvaccinated people. I mean, not, I shouldn't say that. Yeah, the, no, the super I know super mean, pro yeah. vaccine people hate yeah, the unvaccinated yeah. people. There's really not that many unvaccinated people that are like. Oh, you're vaccinated. I'm not going to be around you, even despite like the the stuff coming out yeah, where exactly. it spike protein shedding and all that. Like, I'm not worried about it, being feel, around yeah, vaccinated people. Me neither. I, I feel like if it's a fear narrative, then I don't need to worry about it. Yeah, because that's what they want. So, yeah, they see just like they're giving like signs for smallpox, and I can just taste the fear in there, you know. And I'm not. I don't buy it. I don't buy it because nothing has to be real for them to, you know, just like Kissinger said. Uh, talking about uh, whether real or prom- if there was a threat, whether whether real or promulgated, you know. So it doesn't necessarily have to be real. Yeah, scared the shit out of everybody. You know, it really doesn't. Yeah, we were talking about Could that on the uh, the gang stalking episode we just did. It's like if they can convince you that the FBI is following you, whoever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. out, Then they don't actually have to have FBI agents following you around. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. It's science. P S Y E N C E. Science. You disrespected science. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I wouldn't buy. I'm just not buying it. Like I didn't buy this from the beginning either. And since then, I've learned so much. Where I don't even know if I trust any of that shit over the last hundred years because it's still got that fear, that fear thing, and 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 the virus is kind of like uh, hit Project Blue virus. You know, yes, and it like looking up in the skies was too obvious. So they they had the enemy from within come. Well, the, the fake alien invasions coming next. I'll tell you that. <laughs> that's maybe that's yeah. Good. I don't know. I wonder how they're gonna do it though. But I do see the signs. I, I do see what you're saying. I mean, even Tucker Tucker's like whole job now is just to push UFOs. Yeah. <laughs> like he just gets yeah, he gets I, everybody on board with his like mostly reasonable stuff, and then he's like, "There's UFOs everywhere. There's UFOs under your bed." <laughs> Like, <coughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. Scientists do science. <laughs> P-S-Y-E-N-C-E. I like that. Did you coin that? I, yeah. Science. I, I, like th- that. I think I did, yes. I, th- I mean, I, I hadn't seen it anywhere else. I, I made that. a couple of videos. One's called Science 101. P-S-Y-E-N-C-E. One's called Trust the Science. Same thing. Yeah. That's what it is. You could also go the other way. You could do, or like PSYOP, S. Yeah. CI. SCI. Oh, yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's that's great. Mm-hmm. Well, well here's another thing you can add this to the other things that I do. I'm also a published poet, so words. I like to play with words. Yeah. Yeah, it's I I mean words language is how we win the battle for sure. Uh yeah. in yeah, it's a strange war. Yeah. Well, that's for sure. It's weird they spin everything. They don't have anything except perception. That's what they got. 
Control perception. Yeah, so it's they they lose as soon as we you know the the classic example of Toto, uh, oh, you know in Wizard of Oz when Toto the dog pulls back the curtain. That's all it takes, mm-hmm. right? There's no like yeah. that's as soon as that happens on a big enough scale, then it's over for. You know, and this is just a hypothesis. I you know, I don't know if it were to come out. Like everyone knew, if everybody like found out about them, what they did with HIV, and essentially, you know, the big lie, and ca- and you know, causing a genocide through medication, that would fucking rock the foundation of most people, and wake them up. I think. Yeah. It's a big pill to swallow. It's called AZT. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying though, you know, I don't know if it was. Big. I mean, I think so. Like especially, uh, like Kanye was even like you know on mainstream tv talking about in in his rap songs and stuff talking about how the government invented aids back in his first album college dropout hmm. see but I always in, in the black way. community uh, according to what mo facts and like obviously if kanye is talking about it i think in the in the african-american community it's pretty widely accepted that aids yeah, was might, government created well the see but the see when i hear government created i'm thinking they made it in the lab not that they made it up like oh, a virus, they blamed it on a virus. Because yeah. I, like, I don't know if, if you've watched like a lot of my my more recent videos. This is what mm-hmm. I found out, and this is what this is what's in the book too. That they blame like AIDS wasn't caused by a virus. It was caused, you know, it's caused by multiple things. Like, but at this this particular thing, AIDS at this time with it, what when they coined it or whatever, it was mostly from like the poppers, the the amyl nitrates, all the partying. Inhaling all the amyl nitrates on top of taking all the antibiotics for the, all the other STDs. And that, that, especially the combination creates the, uh, like a carcinogen. And that's where the Kaposi sarcoma came from and everything like that. So they had that at first, but then after 1987, it was like pretty much AZT and then since then all the other, uh, uh, antiretrovirals. What was the name of the doctor German guy that is like super controversial? Peter- he was Back on Rogan. Duesburg. Yes. Yeah, Duesburg. Peter yeah. Duesburg. Yeah. 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 And, uh, his Rogan apologized later for having him on. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because yeah, they, like, they, they probably busted his balls over it, right? I mean, he, like, I, he didn't like, release a formal apology, but he backpedaled over and over on a show. And when yeah. people would bring it up, he'd be like, well, that guy, I guess he was kind of crazy. And I shouldn't have had him on. I should have researched more, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, if you listen to what the guy says, he makes sense. That's the thing. Yeah, him and yeah. Uh, Carrie, same with uh, Carrie Mullis, Carrie Mullis yep. was saying, like, the, the yeah. PCR test used to diagnose HIV, can't, can't trust it. It's the, Yeah, it's the guy that invented yeah, the He invented test. it. Yeah. Yeah, he says it, it, it can't tell. It can, it can multiply uh, anything, right? So it's like you can't tell if it's, like, uh, a contamination, like, just dead particles or what. So that's what, that's what they got. They, they never... They never, uh, they never did coke postulates with HIV. They never isolated HIV. They, they said they did, but they defined isolation differently. So they really didn't. They yeah. just found a reverse, reverse transcript. And like, I'm, I'm like learning about this shit. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I have read a lot in the last like year and a half. Yeah. Well, and and Adam Curry's been on that beat, uh, for a while. It's the oh, same yeah. idea was what you're saying is the AIDS, AIDS, like who, who knows if AIDS even exists? Probably not, but they, they created a panic. Well, and then and yes, then yes. and then created a drug to kill people in the same way yes. that COVID might not even exist, and they yes. kill people with ventilators. And rem- and rem- that's just different ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the ventilator is no, a big a- one. Everybody I know, yeah. that, uh, I mean, 
suppose I, I I know a few. I mean, I barely know anybody that supposedly died of COVID, but the few people I do know, and you can't. I mean, it's like I have a friend. It's like his dad died of COVID. You can't, can't say anything. I can't say like, dude, I think it was the ventilator that killed him because then I'm an asshole. I have, you know? Yeah, I have a friend that that was. I don't think they said. I don't know if they did say it, but you know what? I think they were saying it. I have a friend that that did die. He had like diabetes and was living in a van and shit. And then he was on a vent. So in my opinion, that's what killed him. The vent, I'm not gonna yeah. tell his ex-wife that. I'm not gonna tell his ex-wife that. You know, I just said I'm sorry. You know, blah, blah, yeah. Blah. Cause, yeah, yeah, they're not, yeah. <laughs> they're gonna believe what they want to believe. I know. Yeah, it's, it's like you're not really helping do. at that point. You're not. Yeah. No, they're you're exactly. not helping the situation by saying like, mm. yeah, they murdered him with a ventilator. But yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. No, I read that. That Aaron, I don't know how to say her name. That that nurse that was in New York City for, for I read her book too. Um, the whistleblower nurse. Later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pretty good book. Pretty decent. Yeah. Well, that's what it's going to take, and there's already been a lot of people coming out. It's going to take more uh, whistleblowers, and as much as I kind of yeah. think Project Veritas is pretty cringe sometimes, more people. I agree. Coming to them will be good. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I agree. They're biased and shit, but. Still, I mean, we need information. So they also just overproduce their shit and like overhype yeah. it. Like they'll be like, yeah, they'll be like, this is the biggest story we've ever done. Like, suspenseful <laughs> music, and it's just like <laughs> a guy <laughs> that's mic and you can barely hear what he's saying. It's I like, know, I know. It's like, yeah, calm pr- down, pr- guys. Everything but that, but what you want to show is like overproduced, and what you want to show is like some shitty fucking like. <laughs> yeah. like uh, <laughs> what do you say? On. I gotta put some side out there. Yeah. Like I said, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I got you. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, I'll let you get back to your family, man. But uh, thanks so much for hanging out. And uh, oh, no problem. It's fun. I'll do it again sometime. And I, hell you yeah. know, I, you're I've always been, welcome. I've been saying anytime. I'm, well, I've been saying for like two years that I, I want to start a podcast because I have like eleven thousand followers on Rockfin. So yeah, whenever I do, and I've said it for a while, but whatever I do, you're welcome on mine too. So oh hell yeah, that's all, that's that's awesome, man. That means a lot. Um, uh, well, yeah, uh, obviously your uh, YouTube channel, Twitter. Uh, will be linked, and I'll link uh, I'll link Cybertooth, and I'll link uh, Shark Legs, so people can check that out in the show notes. So. Cool, man. I'll send you that article too. I'll, I'll look for it in a second because it's, it's pretty funny. Yeah, about oh, yeah, us for sure. Yeah, send that to me. Yeah. I'll put it in the show notes, and then right. uh, oh, I still got Land Before Time pulled up. Here we go. A little. Uh, <laughs> no, I was gonna say, uh, what else? Uh, Odyssey and Rock. Yeah, Fin, everything. Said. Yeah. Yeah, Rockfin, Rumble. I'm still in. Oh, I started a new YouTube, so yeah. But in, in April, so YouTube, Rockfin, Rumble, Odyssey, BitChute, even Facebook, because they're letting me. But you know, if they censor me, fuck it. I'm just gonna do it for now. Oh yeah, I got off Facebook in 2012 and haven't looked back. I'm scared of that. Well, place. see, I have to. Because my, my day job, I have to do some of the social media stuff, so I kind of have to have one. But oh, I, yeah. I just said fuck it, because with Rumble, it syndicates. So I was like, well, we'll just start. I'll just start one there too, and just it, just to get the info out. Because yeah. I figure when they censor me, they censor me. But whatever. So you're on yeah. Rockfin, Rumble, Odyssey. Yeah, YouTube, BitChute. Very cool. I yeah, like I could, I, I've been having trouble finding you on BitChute. What's the actual uh, username on there? I think it's just Jamie Deluxe with a, with a space in the middle. Huh. Yeah, it's just every time I looked it up back in the, well, it, I mean, it was a little while ago, but it would be like re-uploads of people oh. uploading your videos. Well, I think uh, I didn't know I had a dot com and I don't know how to get into it, work on it. But I do have <laughs> a dot com that sends you right to my link tree and everything's there, including my bed sheet. So it's just deluxenation.com. That's easy. Oh, cool. So yeah. my, yeah. And I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll put everything individually there too. uh 
But yeah, yeah man, thanks cool, thanks yeah. so much for hanging out and uh, I appreciate it. And, you know, give the family no my love and uh, yeah, dude. Hell yeah. I'll play right, us man. out. Congratulations too on your family. Thank you. Thank you. It's, yeah, man. Uh, Good luck with that shit. <laughs> it's it's I'm going to need it, you know? <laughs> no, no, it's awesome. It's a, it's a good change. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll and I'll to everybody listening on the stream. I'll play us out with uh, a little cyber. Yeah. Thanks, Jamie. All right, man. Thanks, guys. You're a legend, my man. for calling CVS Pharmacy, a health hub location at... For all COVID-19 related questions, including vaccine availability at this location, press 9. All other calls, press 1 or hold on the line. Hi, thank you for calling. I'm off the flu shot. This is speaking. How may I help you? Hi, uh... Which one is better to get, the flu shot or the COVID shot? Um, I mean, it depends on 
what you need, I guess. The flu shot only covers the flu, and the COVID shot only covers the COVID. So if you already got the COVID shot, then I guess you would probably take the flu shot. And vice versa, if you already got the flu shot, I guess you would take the COVID one. Hmm. Uh, which one's okay. cheaper? Um, um, I am not sure. Would you like me to tra- transfer you to the pharmacy? They would be able to answer that question. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, give me one sec to transfer you. Mm-mm-mm. Get a flu shot or COVID-19 vaccine? Due to higher demand, appointments are recommended for all vaccines. Schedule online at cbs.com forward slash vaccines. Speaking, how may I help you? Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I was wondering uh, what's the which uh, which one should I get? And really, the main question is which one's cheaper the the flu vaccine or the COVID vaccine? You should get both. There's two different, two completely different things. So yeah, but which one's cheaper? Up and, uh, COVID doesn't cost anything, and flu one is typically covered by most insurances. Hmm. So they're both they're, okay. They're, really hmm. they're, they're both pretty much free most of the time. Okay. Um, uh, do you have the safety sheet of all the side effects that it can cause and stuff? Um. Yeah. Or you can actually look at it on the CDC website. They should have um a, what's called a vaccine information sheet. If um, you wanted to just look it up before you go come in. Oh yeah, but I mean like the insert. That like unfolds and has all the, like the product yeah, insert. It's actually printed off from the C- no, no, it's going to be the one that's printed off from the CDC. So um, I mean, if you want to look at it online, if you have access to the internet, that would probably be the quickest way. Okay, and then um. But yeah. So I, I uh, and and with the flu, you just need one, but with the other one, you need uh, what three or four or for the COVID one. Right now, it's usually two for the regular and then a booster. But could I just get all three of them at once, like the the first no. two and then the booster just all at the same time? Save save myself some trips, no. you know. No. Oh, um, hmm. Why is that? It has that? to go and be on the schedule because it that doesn't your immune system doesn't work that way. It needs to have small amounts and separate time. Okay. Um. So and then so with but do you have the Johnson and Johnson where I could just get one like the one and done? No, not at the store. The store only has Moderna. Oh, only so no Pfizer either, huh? One manufacturer. Nope, no Pfizer either. Each location for um, Long's only carries one manufacturer. Hmm. To avoid confusion. So this one has Moderna. Um, Ina Heine has Pfizer. Mahala has Pfizer. Kamaki um, has Moderna. So. Uh, right now, we're only taking appointments, though, so if you want um, the COVID shots, you have to make the appointment. Well, I, uh, I don't have a driver's license. Could you just mail me the shot, and I'll just I'll just inject it myself? Unfortunately, no. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so I so what I come in 
I come in like uh, like if I set up an appointment for next week, I could come in, you know, Friday and get a Moderna, mm-hmm. and then come in Saturday and get a Moderna, and then get my last one on Sunday. No, every uh, the has to be four weeks apart. It has so to be what? The first one four week four weeks. You would get the first one. You wait four weeks. You get the second one, and you would have to wait six months for the booster. You have to wait six months for the booster. Yes. Well, that's a long. That's a whole. That's a long way away. Yes. So and then what the about the what about the booster after that? Another six months. Uh, so first shot, then you wait four weeks. Second shot, then six months, then the booster. I thought weren't they doing it uh, two weeks before? But now it's four weeks. Pfizer has been, was three weeks. Moderna is four weeks. So it depends on the shot that you get. And I can mix and match those, right? I can get like a Moderna and then get a Pfizer somewhere else? the first two. You can get the booster um, as their third one um, of a different manufacturer, but not um, the first two. Okay. So if I, so I could get, so I could go somewhere and get a J&J, Johnson and Johnson, and then I and then I could wait, mm-hmm. and then I could wait four weeks and get a Moderna, and then wait four weeks and get a Pfizer, and then after that I could wait yeah. six months and get so another Johnson Moderna. And Johnson, Johnson and Johnson is different as, uh, also, so that one is uh, one and done for the regular ones, but if you wanted a booster, then uh, that one would be six months after. Okay, and what about AstraZeneca? Do you have that? Because I'm trying to cover all my bases here. That's AstraZeneca isn't approved in the U.S. Oh, why is that? Well, I don't know. They haven't applied for it as far as I know. But it's not um, one of... There's only three in the U.S. right now. Okay, and then do you have... Um, do you have, like, ivermectin that I could supplement with in the meantime while I'm waiting to get my shot? No. Uh, that's... Long gone. Everyone's been getting that, so the ivermectin is nowhere on the market right now. Oh, it's all sold out. Yep. Mm. Uh, do you have a number it's for like a tractor supply store? The FDA for a tractor supply store? No, I have no idea where you would get that. Try just Google it if you are looking for that. Okay, I just figured. Okay. I think they have like horse paste okay. and stuff. Alright, anything else? No, I guess just a quick recap. So I can get, uh, I'll get like a, uh, I'll get a Moderna, I'll set up a Moderna with you, and then get another, again, and then I get a a, a Pfizer somewhere else, and then I come back six months later to get the Moderna, and then go from there. I'll just play it by ear, kind of. Second dose would have to be Moderna again. You only can get your booster as you mix and match. So oh. the regular dosages have to be the same manufacturer. <clears throat> and then you can then you can mix the boosters. That doesn't sound very scientific. That's what it was approved, so you have to go with that. Okay. Okay, so I'll get two Moderna. I wait I get one Moderna, then I wait four <laughs> weeks, then I get another Moderna, then I wait six months and I can get whatever I want. Yep. Except not the AstraZeneca. 
Well, the estrogen is kind of, well, doesn't exist in the U.S. market, for one thing. Um, Johnson & Johnson, you cannot get as a booster dose. You only can get it as your first dose. Mm. You'd think so that they would have had like a more uh, a streamlined, less complicated way of doing all this. Yeah, you would think, but that's not what happened. So, mm. uh, I feel free to one wants whatever they can get. Mass hysteria. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's what it is. Mass hysteria for sure. Um, so, mm -hmm. uh, so okay. So and. Uh, you don't have to answer this, but what, like, what would you recommend versus, like, Pfizer, Moderna, or J and J? You don't have to tell me what you got. But um, what, I would what go with Pfizer, Pfizer, Moderna. Over the J and J. Yep. But it wouldn't hurt to do all three, probably, right? Mm, there's no possible way you can get all three. Well, I've, what you if I like? What if I? What if I got one and then just? And then went to a different CVS and told him I hadn't gotten one yet. Well, that's on you, but it is uh, not approved by the FDA to do so. Okay. Hmm. There's just a lot of options. I'm just, I'm not sure. I've been shopping because I've been, I've been kind of waiting to see how things play out. And, um, and if, if you were to do that, that's a good way to get kicked out. So I wouldn't advise it. I could use a fake name or something. Well, that's, that's, again, you have to submit your ID. So. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, well, you got me there. I mean, you do whatever you want, but. <laughs> okay, well, okay, I guess, yeah. I know, I'm just, I'm, I'm, th I'm just trying to make, because I, I would, I've been waiting to see how the vaccine rollout went, and now that once, like, mm -hmm. once they rolled out the vaccines everywhere, and COVID cases went way up in places that are almost fully vaccinated, like, Israel and Gibraltar's Gibraltar's 100% vaccinated and their COVID cases are higher than ever and COVID hospitalizations are higher than ever. I figured now's a good time to go ahead and get vaccinated, you know, because it's working so well. Well, that's up to you how, how you want to play it. But um, anything else you need right now? Though? Uh, no, I guess I guess that's about it. If um, and uh, I I guess. Yeah, I think I think that does it. I, I just want to um, get the the therapeutics and the vaccine, and um, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. So I, I'll get the okay. I get the I the. Do you know what a good place would be to get ivermectin while I'm waiting on my vaccine? No, no idea. Hmm. Okay, I guess that'll do it for me. Uh, also, it's not approved by the FDA, so I don't know who would give it to you for that purpose. They'll just prescribe it for other purposes. Well, that is, uh, you have to find someone who's willing to risk their license for that, but yes. So. All right. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess that's it. Um, okay. And, uh, yeah, that's all hail, uh, all hail Fauci.